And this is As the Road Returns. This is going to be a quick disclaimer. This is going to be my opinion. The opinion of Carlos. Not the opinion of the Rescue Company One. Or any businesses of the Rescue Company One. Or anybody that employs, houses, pays us of the Rescue Company One. is not their opinion. It is uh, not Dr. Abel's opinion today. Not his opinion. Uh, not the opinion of... Uh, you know, anybody that employs him either. So don't do anything stupid and say that he told you to do it. Um, it is the opinion of anybody that's here on the show today, as, uh, whether it's Trish and Amanda or Jason. It'll be their opinion. If anything I'm going to say is going to offend you, then go fuck yourself and turn it off. Here at the Rescue Company One, we are shaping up to have a pretty busy 2023. We have a lot of stuff on the calendar already. We're going to kick off our year at Fire Rescue East in Daytona Beach, January 19th and 20th. We do have a booth. It'll be number 527. We're going to be in the arena right across from the fire sled competition. You'll find me with a giant foam finger. Yes. Right after that, we're going to be going to St. Augustine for our first air medical class of the year, January 23rd through the 28th. That class is getting decently full, but there yeah, is still absolutely. room. So you had a um, advanced airway, difficult, difficult airway, airway course, Yep. We got all of the things. It's all listed on our website, The Rescue Company One. You can find it on there. You can get links to go there on our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, anywhere you look, you can find us. Um, Following that, we're going to go into Community Paramedic. This is a new program. We are still, you know, working out the glitches with the schedule and things like that. Um, We're going to do week one now, March 6th through the 10th. You'll go back to your own program your hometown or wherever you're from for 30 days to do a project. And then you're going to come back to us for a second week, April 3rd through the 6th. And we will go over that project and everything that you learned in that time. Yeah, Cause every place is different. It is. Everybody, everybody's got a different need. And this gives you the chance to be different Yep. and suit your needs. So we will also bring in the ISBC and we will proctor and our host to proctor your exam on that Friday, April the 7th. And then we are going to start doing the helicopter search and rescue pipeline, which so many of you ask about. Um, we have found a way that we think it's going to work out fabulously. Finally. Yes. We're going to start <laughs> that with the ropes course in St. Augustine. It'll be March 27th through the 31st. Yep. Um, in between there, we are going to have our second air medical class, which is part of the pipeline. Yeah, got to do it. So that class will be in Orlando. We will be here April 17th through the 22nd. We're going to follow that with some water rescue back in St. Augustine. Yeah, we will. April 24th through the 29th. And that's uh, St. Augustine slash Georgia. So people do understand there is a uh, last few days we are going up to the Columbia River. Yes, for the water rescue class. So there will be some traveling in there. Absolutely. Uh, the rest of those classes for the pipeline, we are looking to do helicopter search and rescue technician the beginning of June. You can, again, watch our website, watch our Facebook page for some finalized dates and locations. Obviously, that stuff takes a little bit of time for us to lock in. Absolutely. Um, we will, however, be at the first their first care conference in Fort Lauderdale. Yep. We will be teaching. We'll be walking around. Hard Rock Casino. Advertising. Again. Yes, I enjoyed it last year. Yep. We'll be there June 12th through the 16th. 
They also have their website up for you to register for any classes or lectures or skills labs that you want to get involved in there. And then we go back to the search and rescue pipeline. We're going to do austere medical looking towards the end of August. Long week. Long week. Followed by some advanced survival and wilderness search in the middle of September. Again, both of those, watch our website. Um, We will confirm the dates and the exact locations of that. But there is information if you want to learn what you're getting yourself into. We have it all detailed out on our website, therescuecompany1.com. And all the TikToks and... Oh, all the things. Facebook, Instagram. Faces, you know. Yeah, you can find those anywhere. YouTube. We have a YouTube with our videos and we have our podcasts on there as the road returns. We will be going to San Diego. I'm a little excited. First time in California for yeah. the Echo Conference. It'll be my second time in California that this year. Yes. Yes. But not mine. I'm not going to yeah. that. Uh, that conference, which is, as most of you know, very near and dear to our hearts. We will be there. Wouldn't miss it for the world. It will be August. I'm sorry, October 2nd through the 4th. And then to close out our year, we will have our last air medical class in Claremont. We had a wonderful experience there, and they have welcomed us back, so we will be going there October 23rd through the 28th. Again, all the dates are listed on our calendar. You can find the courses in the course store on our website, therescuecompany1.com. You can also go to services and look up any descriptions of all these classes. And there's more being added. Yes. And as always, you can contact us on any of those platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, our website, any of that. You can contact us if you have any questions and somebody somewhere will get back to you. We are all spread out, but somebody will get back to you. Yeah, absolutely. Bye. And go! Oh. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was more than a pointing. Yeah. I guess we're live now for sure. I'm awake. Doc's awake. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to As the Rotor Turns. This is definitely going to be lots of opinions today, but not the opinion of the rescue company one. Anybody that gives us a job here at the, uh, for us to work and be the rescue company one, um, anybody that houses us, anybody that we work for, it's not their opinion. It's mine, Carlos. And it's going to be the opinion of uh, the hippo today. He's on here. Yes, I am. Thank Are you, you hungry, for hungry? having me. <laughs> and, Glad to be here. And then the Braley. The Braley. The Braley. That guy. That guy. That guy. I have a lot of opinions. What's that? I have a lot of opinions. Yeah. Only one asshole, but a lot of opinions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely going to have some opinions today. And then, obviously, we have the most handsome, uh, the king of uh, New Jersey and Israel, the best doctor ever. <laughs> Benjamin Abo. Hello. There oh my goodness. Yeah, All these right. years he says it right for us. I mean, you know, I'm, from, <laughs> I'm from Pine Hill, sir. You know. The Jewish skill work. <laughs> uh, but you know, the doc's here is going to be his opinion today. However, don't do anything fucking stupid and say Dr. Abo told you to do it. <laughs> you can say Dr. Abo said it. Who the fuck is that guy? We do have a new uh, member of the Rescue Company one today here. He's now going to be on camera. He's going to have some opinions today, too. He's a little shy. He is a little shy. And uh, he has no name, by the way. 
Yes. No name. So I haven't chosen. So yet. if uh, you guys think of a cool name uh, to throw out, you know, definitely let's do that. Yeah, hit uh, us up. We'll uh, highest bidder gets a gets the name the dog. Um, so far, P- <laughs> PBR is winning. <laughs> PBR is winning. So uh, official official non official sponsor Brayley, you're doing something interesting today because this is gonna be the first time for you to do what. Yeah, I never had a PBR in yep. my life. Yep. Are you kidding me? I am surprised the FBI has not gotten you yet. Yeah. You, why are you not waterboarded? Yeah. Well, it happened twice. I just <laughs> didn't know why the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see you crack that beer there. First of all, read the date on your beer. Yeah, what, Make sure what, it's the right is date. Is it different than mine? 12? No, that no, that's the right that's, that's fluid ounces. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's fluid <laughs> ounces. Yeah, yeah, be at the top there. It should start with an 18. Yep. In there, well, that uh, my, mine says eighteen forty four. What did yeah, you say? Yeah, he doesn't have his spectacles. So established yes. in Milwaukee, eighteen forty four. Great people, with, yeah. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yeah, there yeah, you know there it is. they are sponsoring this show. They don't even know it. Yeah, that's there the best part. There it is. There it is. Cheers. Oh, so delicious. Yeah. Okay. Cheers. But oh. when they feel like sending anything, I'm an XL. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> what do you think, Brayley? For your first taste, describe it to the people. I go swallow. <laughs> That's what well, it's uh, feel the body. It's got a lot of bouquet. Hey, to you know it. what? You know yeah. what? Bouquet, boat. That champagne of beers that sucks. This is a lot better. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Champagne of yeah. beers for people from the hood. Yeah, you know. Well, that but, forty ounces yeah. almost killed me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Scared them of beer forever. But yeah, yeah, man, welcome, welcome to the the, the world of men. You know, not so stirred with a penis. Like. That one, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, kind of want my margarita back. <laughs> oh man. So we are, where are we uh, there, Hippo? We are in uh, Pompano Beach. Pompano Beach. Pompano Beach is that yeah. South Florida over like uh, Broward County. We're here teaching. Yeah. But I think we're safe. Yep. We're, we're in a safe area. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Being protected by our people. Yeah. The Broward Sheriff's Office. That's right. Good people today. That was a good class. Yeah. Yeah. They're very uh, yeah. good class. First of all, the best part of it is how surprised people <laughs> were that number one, that we had our doctor scuba diving today. Right. <laughs> you're, you're really a doc? Yeah. What, what's your doctorate in? Yes, uh, uh, medicine. Uh, emergency <laughs> medicine. That was a question. That was actually a question. That was funny as shit. What did you yeah. study in medical school? Yeah. Um, Horses. Medicine. I mean, I'm a doctor. I got, like, cards and everything. That was the, that was the <laughs> second best part. The best part of the day yeah. was Boop. that I... Boobed him. <laughs> I <laughs> missed that. Is that a pilot? I missed that. Yeah, yeah I think you, he was you boop, a pilot. You booped yeah. somebody? Yeah. I booped him. <laughs> they were, doing, we're, we're in the water and we're doing all the checks, like the helmet right. and the gear and all, and I'm yeah. making sure all the straps from going around. You're good, you're good, you're good. <laughs> I get to the pilot and I'm like, do you guys have this much boop? It's like, boop? Boop. Boop. Oh, my God. Boop. And he's looking around, what are you talking about? I'm like, boop. Like, boop. He's like, what are you? And he turns, looks at someone. As soon as he comes back to look at me, I go, Boop. <laughs> Everyone lost it. Nice. Oh, man, I love that shit. Maybe he was asking if you were a pediatric doctor. <laughs> <laughs> he did compare me to Patch Adams, which is one wow. of the greatest yeah. honors in the world. Yeah. You know, you said something cool today. That Some of that was filmed me? where you went to uh, oh, yeah. medical school, huh? Yeah, the, uh, the hospital where the big legs, like at your cervix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, which I convinced two people to make that as their license plate, by the way. Their OBGYNs in different states. At your cervix. Um, yeah, that was filmed at my medical school at Toro, but, California. No shit, huh? So is that? It's a real story that Patch Adams. Yeah, did. it is. Yeah. I met him a few times. Incredible guy. Really. Mm-hmm. So now, yeah, we, we got to get that because you know there's some history stuff on the way up here today. I mentioned the name. 
And we have two paramedics sitting in front of us that had no idea who this who this person was. What? Oh yeah, you, not not Patch Adams. Oh, you, you wait oh. to hear the name. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it. It's a shame though. though that he that he went out the way he did. Oh yeah, you know. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. <laughs> Wait, so, what are we talking about? Yeah, <laughs> Patch Adams, isn't, isn't it Robin Williams? Yeah, but that, that, I mean, he's playing a character there. Oh, yeah. But I'll okay. tell you what, it's that, not that real. That that Lake County education. <laughs> so Patch Man. Adams is a real guy. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. So uh, you know, a lot of things going on this week, and it made us realize. I was talking to him. Obviously, as you can see, there's no traditional old man there today. Full on sausage fest that we're having. Yeah. With a sausage dog. With a sausage right. dog, yeah. yeah. So, you know, uh, so they're, they're back at home keeping the uh, TRC1 camp at bay. Uh, but, you know, we have more people to take care of shit. And it's, uh, we mention her from time to time, but I think it's, it, this week she handled a lot of stuff. And it was awesome because we basically wouldn't know how to deal with it if she didn't exist. And that's Miss Jody Taylor from uh, 65 Media. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she, she stepped she, up her game for sure. Yeah, man. She kicked some ass this week, handled some things that we would have never had no clue. It, you know, it's amazing that uh, in Doc's been with us since the beginning that we have people now. Yeah. That we do have shit. People. That do shit, you know, and stuff. So, so Miss Jody, 65 Media, I much appreciate it. Thank you. Yes. Thank for you handling very much. business because, like, uh, I would have had a stroke. I was stroking out this week. <laughs> you know, I was having a stroke. So, and then uh, the good people from BSO, thank you for bringing us back. It's our third year. Uh, actually, it's like our fourth year. So, BSO was our first contract ever that we ever got. So, the first class we ever did as the rescue company one was here at uh, yep. Broward Sheriff. Um, uh, full air medical class. But we've come back for this, our fourth year doing um, uh, water egress. Yes. And we do the sheriff guys, the actual the, the police officers, as well as the fire department side of it. And for people out there, they'll know Broward Sheriff Fire Rescue. So the sheriff here runs the EMS, fire, law enforcement, everything. So uh, Sounds of, great. It's, it's a pretty interesting system. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so they bring us back. And, and one of the coolest things that I was able to say, this is the first class. And I can I, I can't think uh, that we, when the last class we had, that we haven't pulled a belt. There's no, nobody pulled any belts today. No, they hung no. out. You know, the, they the were super comfortable. We had one first timer, but even that guy fed. And I've always said this, that these water egress classes, they feed off each other. So if you have mm-hmm. one person that, that's really negative and in there, that's going to be a negative class. Um, this, these guys were all comfortable they were in there, man, and like, bro, they all look like experts. And it was awesome. Like, the class flowed, like, amazingly. And uh, we got two more days of it, man, so I'm pretty excited about it. Yep. And stuff. Can't so, wait. Yeah. It's, and, you know, Braley's newer to, to the program, but he's seen a lot of water egress by this point. And what's your opinion about the whole thing? You mean about today's class? To today's class uh, compared to the other ones that we've had. Oh, I mean... We were in the water three times last time. Yeah. Uh, but this time, they just were all like, uh, we've done it before. It's cool. No problem. They're calm, relaxed. They actually stayed. One guy went out one window, decided to change, and went out, came out the other side yeah. just to hang out. Yeah. That was like, that was pretty impressive. Yeah, no, it, it was cool, man. Huge, cool. huge difference in, in the way that they actually are like super calm. Like, I'm used to like getting in there and, and, and holding the tab out so they can grab it. 
and I'm actually able to sit back and just watch them. Watch them. Watch, watch the guys. Movie. Yeah, they were super calm. They did a great I job. I heard they were like, yeah. Doc, Doc Abbo's here. So, yeah. 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 We're, we're, yeah. we're hey, calm, hey, cool, collected. Hey, man, listen. <laughs> and his dad jokes. <laughs> the, the, and, Doc, you've been with us since the beginning of this company. Yep. And one of the things that's interesting here is that we all have to do everything. You're the CEO. I'm the CEO of the company. I still got to teach. I still got to get in there. And uh, you're a busy man. But you had to come do some scuba diving. <laughs> you know what yep. I mean? So I got to do the reps just the same. I'm yeah. a, I'm a all hazards right there yeah. with y'all. Yeah. And, you know, the doc jumps out of helicopters with us. He does everything the same. Mad Doc 2020. Yeah. That was a noobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should, we should link that. You need <laughs> to link that, that in the show video. notes. Yeah. That's a pretty, pretty <laughs> so, badass shit. I mean, we got to explain yeah, yeah. that one again. Yeah. You guess, go ahead and tell the people. Right? This is funny. So we're, we're out doing uh, helicasting. You know, helicasting 10 tens. 10 tens. So usually you do it, the helicut, you're about 10, 10 feet knots, up. 10 feet And up. you're doing 10 knots forward with a lean in. <laughs> and we were doing the practicing, and I was doing different techniques. I'm used to full body harness. Yeah. Not that I'm just making excuses, but I'm yeah, <laughs> making no, I'm excuses. <laughs> I'm used to full body harness. I want to. Like all see, leather. I don't know what I don't know. Maybe I'm going to learn new techniques. Yes. Cool. So I did everything to the T, so much to the T that <laughs> I didn't unhook. I had some trouble uh, hooking my beaner back onto the thing. onto my. It's, it was in a different spot for me. Yeah. I was having trouble, so it took a little bit longer. And uh, when they gave the signal to go, I look back, <laughs> look forward. I look forward, and I went. <laughs> well, the problem was I didn't look back again, and yeah. I didn't see his fist say, no, don't go. Yeah. But I was already... So the You're helicopter committed. was already... I committed. Yeah. The helicopter was already speeding up to come back around and oh, taking yeah. off. So instead of uh, 10 knots, 10 feet, <laughs> I did 20 knots, 20 feet. Yes. I just barely missed where the water went, dropped from 16 feet to 4 feet. Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, they yeah. thought I died. Ugh. Yeah, nope, still holding. So, uh, spoiler alert, I, I survived. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I'm Sorry. still here. Yeah. And so, yeah, I get the nickname Mad Doc 2020. 2020, man. Hey, that was, uh, that was some cool shit. Because, you know, and, and it's, a lot of places don't have a doctor that gets in, as involved as you do. And, yeah. you know, we're doing Definitely competition. Definitely on the civilian side. Uh, no, no. We're doing competition. You're there doing competition. You know, so mm-hmm. that, that's, uh, that's the awesome shit, you know, and. Uh, a lot of shows and a lot of stuff to talk about today that you've been on and, you know, uh, some stuff that, you, that, that that's coming up that you may not be able to talk about, but some shit's coming up. So, yeah, yeah. So we'll talk. Life is good. Life is grand. Yeah, absolutely. New dogs, new cars, new everything. I rode a Doc's yeah. car today. That yeah. thing's unbelievable. Yeah, how was that? Is, is your ass plastered in the in a seat? Well, my ass is a little sore, you know, already <laughs> to begin with. You know, that had talk, nothing to do with that, my yeah. car. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, uh, yeah, man, like that thing, it's like a roller coaster. Oh, it's ridiculous. it's that roller coaster it feeling, you know, and it's just as yeah. soon as he hits the gas, you're gone. You yeah. know, I'm like, holy shit, mm. I got to get one of these. Um, Zero to sixty and now. It's the uh, accelerator. It doesn't have any gas except for yes. the Mexican food. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> The old Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and his has a flux capacitor. I don't yeah. know if you can get one of those uh, yeah. on there. I know? actually she was going to order a flux <laughs> capacitor. I know you. I, I've seen so, it. You know me and my props. Yeah. I love it. Well, yeah. you saw my security system, though. Yeah, the, uh, the Hebrew alarm. The, uh, it's, the, it's the Jewish laser. from It's the Jewish space laser yeah. from the Arctic reactor, thanks to Genius Senator or whatever she is up in Georgia. Oh, my God. 
So, you know, <laughs> Braley, <laughs> it's there. Yeah, yeah. You got a Braley five minutes, so, don't you? Oh. You, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah like five minutes ago, you were going yeah, yeah. talk about something. Yes. Did it, you forget? It, what well, are we talking about today? Ready? What timer? Hold on. Yeah, Wait. let me get the timer. Time. Right. Right. Yeah, I gotta get the timer. Time. Time. Yes. We're gonna play a mystery. Some oh. guy met a hot chick, and she's like, "Hey, so, hey, no talking." <laughs> what, uh, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna Wait, I'm time? gonna time you because Tegan has to do uh, her times tables in five minutes. So we're gonna see how many times tables she can do. Ready? Go. Go. All right, let's do this. Yeah, your timer <laughs> Go, Tegan. No, this timer is for anyway, you, too. Yes, go ahead. So we have a young guy. He met a girl. She's like, hey, let's do some heroin. Oh. He hit heroin uh, for the first time. Oh. A couple days later, he had some chest pain, hmm. feeling faint, you know, really tired. And uh, um, he starts to go to the hospital. And oh. uh, let's see. Uh, a couple days later. Fevers? He's uh, a little bit. It's very low grade, and uh, he has. Does he have a priapism? Um, uh, he has four of them a night, <laughs> but that's a different story. Yeah, yes. Remind me to tell you what priapism comes from afterwards. Oh man, I tell you, good uh, story. You don't want to pry. Yeah. <laughs> well hung. There's a P I right say. after that in your ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so. So this guy's got a fever. All right. So yeah. So he goes and they do a. Uh, um, so like, oh, what'd you do? You know, first time I did a, uh, said heroin and I've been feeling sick. They do a, uh, 12 lead and they see an odd 12 lead. Let's say lead two. It has uh, a little higher voltage, a little lower voltage. Kind of diffuse elevation. A little type up, thing, right? A little down. Yeah. yeah. There's an ST, there's an ST D. depression in lead two, hmm. not elevation. I mean, sorry, there's a PRI depression, you know, lead to, okay. and uh, um, they're like, oh, okay. What's this chest pain feel like, this, this person? What does it feel uh, like? Like a fat person is sitting on his chest. Does anything make the pain worse, better? Uh, interestingly steady? enough, he gets dizzy or he just, it, when he breathes, inspiration. Oh. Huh. Yeah, it's weird. Gets weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah yep. it gets a little weird. Now I listen to the lung sounds. Clear bilateral lung sounds. Lungs are clear. Heart yeah. sounds are. Yeah, muffled. Muffled. Mm-hmm. Uh, tachycardia. Yes, no. Uh, yeah, he has some tachycardia. Okay, so yeah. um, so a little tachycardia. Not as fit, just ST. Yeah, muffled heart sounds. Uh, JVD. Uh, yeah, they did a little hepatic, and yeah, okay. he had some JVD. He had JVD going. Yep. And it, now when I do a... a uh, as it I, progresses, it's gotten worse. Yep. So when I have the patient take a, that deep breath, I check a distal pulse. Tell them to hold the breath. Does that distal pulse get change at all? It Anything? actually does. Sometimes it could change by about 10 millimeters of mercury. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, that's very choreographed what we got going on right here. It's pretty good. So, so here we so are. Nothing so that planned. Nothing planned. Yeah. Nothing planned. But so I'm going to say uh, this guy's got a tamponade. Yes, he has a. Uh, we have. A, we're moving on from a to from a pericarditis to a cardiac tamponade. You know, it's interesting, Bailey, because we talk about this in class a lot. And dog, correct me on this. So, what's the? Do, do you know what the numbers are versus like how many of these are traumatic versus uh, pericardial tamponades versus the uh, infectious pericardial tamponade? More often, it's actually oncogenic. It's it's uh, Ooh, has to do with word. cancers. Really. Yeah, I can, well, I can, medical school, one of the most important things I learned is 
um, that I can bill more based on how many syllables. Oh, shit. <laughs> right so it's down. not torsades. It's polymorphic ventricular <laughs> tachycardia. tachycardia. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, but so traumatic is actually fairly rare still. Yep. Um, it's more common now, but I don't think the numbers are up. I think it's that we're just able to diagnose it because we do you know, the ultrasound stuff, sonografia. Yeah, um, sonografia. But trauma is not as much as infectious, and infectious is definitely not as much as... Um, That's the uh, cancer uh, patient. That's interesting. Interestingly, my ER shift yesterday, my partner, um, he had a really bad, he had to do an emergent uh, pericardiocentesis um, on a tamponade. I didn't see what the fluid was because no cancer history, blood thinners, (laughs) uh, was an older gentleman, wouldn't have survived going to the OR. So I have to follow up on that. I got good pictures of the... uh, you know. Ultrasound though for learning, but it was uh, just last night. Last uh, pericardiocentesis I did was. Oh, don't say. It. Hold on, because because I, I got a point here. This is, this is pretty good. Hold point on to that like story. The, the needle. Go yes. ahead. So so Bailey doesn't know why. You know. <laughs> First of all, I want to address something with Bailey. You, I just gave you this five minutes ago, and I had a reason why I gave it to you, really? but I didn't know how you were going to present it. God damn, that was awesome. You know, that was a good presentation. You have a gift, my friend. You have a really? gift of being able to like you. You put Bailey on the spot. And damn, he he goes, he delivers. So awesome, good job, my friend. Well, I used your uh, little techniques. Mm-hmm. We're still not done. That's five oh, yeah, minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah go ahead, like go a... finish your five oh, minutes. Yeah, time, time. If that's for Tegan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can talk so, to Tegan now. So the biggest, I, it's my turn. Yeah. <laughs> so the biggest reason I did is every. This has happened to me. I, I don't know if I say five times. It's maybe been ten times. Mm-hmm. People go, Doctor Doctor Abel's your doctor, and I go, Yeah. And everybody that I meet tells me that at least 10 times I've heard the story about uh, you doing a pericardial uh, synthesis when you were, were you in residency or something like that? The the one that you heard about, yeah, was in residency yeah. at the helicopter. Or like yeah. Jeff Borgio, who now is a Vanderbilt, he's a flight medic. Yeah. Pilot. It came from the Keys. Yeah. That was. Uh, so what were you? Tell the story. Can you that, tell us? Okay. That was a crazy one. Yeah. That was. I was at residency Mount Sinai in Miami Beach, and we would get all the GI bleeders, which were horrible from the Keys. They didn't have an ICU down there. Yeah. And we would get all the stimulants, and they would drip and ship. So if you don't know what drip and ship is, yeah. it's, they'd push the lytics yeah. and fly them yeah. and get See to us, go to the cath lab. Yeah. So all I hear, and I'm the only one that's into EMS <laughs> in my residency, like yeah. staff, like the attendings. Some of them were nice to EMS, kind of, but whatever. Yeah. Um, that's a whole other thing. So I just happened over here. Oh, medics called the hell. There's a problem in the helicopter. Yeah. And no one's doing anything. And I'm like, what do you mean there's a problem with the patient? Like the helicopter is a crash landing, like rapid deceleration, rapid descent. What's going on? So I'm, I go outside. I grab gloves. Yeah. Now, to, and to paint the picture, like when you come in the ambulance entrance, there's a little room, which we call the fishbowl. That's where all the docks are. Yeah. And then the charge nurse is straight in front of you, and then the cardiac beds and around. So I go out to the helipad. The helicopter lands, and talking to them with Jeff and them, and they're like, uh, he's braiding down. And I'm like, well, what's the pressure? We're looking real quick. I'm like, look at him. I'm like, uh, I don't feel a pulse just reaching the helicopter. Like, let's get yeah. him out really quick. They were flying a... Um, I think they fly BK. I know it wasn't a yeah. Eurocopter. I'm yeah. pretty sure it was a BK. 
Was it the keys, the old uh, the yeah. old program, the keys? Actually, it was a, a, a Huey. Is the H one? No. No. So back uh, be, be was it the LifeNet Air Methods program? Because then that's a one thirty five. Nope, it was. I know it was not a one thirty five. Uh, maybe it was a BK. Could have been back then. It was. I a, just know it's not a one thirty five because yeah. that's what we. You we, guys flew that at Stat. At Stat, yeah. Um, had a ton of. Them. Anyway, yeah. so nonetheless, we get them out really quick, and I'm I don't feel any pulses. I'm like, oh shoot. Um, and they had just, you know, the lytics had just finished yeah. coming in or whatever. I jump on the stretcher. I'm doing CPR as we're coming in. I turn to Jeff and I'm just like, sorry, I'm so heavy, man. Yeah. Like, you know, the little stretcher's like, yeah, the yeah. little wheel. It's like a shopping cart. <laughs> and go in. And as we go past the, that fishbowl, as I was saying, yeah. I yell into one of the interns, one of the junior residents. I was a third year resident. So yeah. I, was a, we, I did a four year residency. And I'm like, bring the ultrasound to C8 now and bring it in. Massive tamponade. All right. So stuck a needle in it. And again, they just like, they're like, uh, what are we going to do? We just did lytics. I'm like, so they want to do. Yeah. Shove a needle in, pull out a bunch of blood, get pulses back. Then started losing again. Oh, like, man. Uh, I'm calling like TCVS. We're calling everybody. So I ended up just taking a central um, line kit, a triple lumen catheter. Yeah. And put it in. Oh, Sub-xiphoid hmm. And took the blood out continuously While we're giving him blood well, did Got out. him to the OR um, Bought it a couple hours Unfortunately It was like a massive yeah. um, uh, turn. The backstory was that the person Actually had chest pain like a week earlier oh, And shit. then it resolved It was like 10 days earlier And then resolved And then he had chest pain again So he had Does anyone know what he probably had? Oh right. Gonorrhea No <laughs> Probably coming from the keys, but (laughs) he had a ventricular wall aneurysm that ruptured. So that ten to fourteen days after you get cell death, it's starts to yeah, it's all the scar tissue in the body's breaking it down to put new tissue in there, and it got too thin. And and plus the lytics, yeah, there it goes. That was it. He had a, you know, he basically presented to me with like one of the trauma attendings. You say he had a with his funny accent. Uh, he had one foot in the drain, the other in a banana peel. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that was uh, yeah. and those those medics yeah. uh, love it. That was that was dude. That that's was, a that's and some, you know what? That's gangster right there. That was my first pericardiocentesis. No shit. Oh, that's a, With that's, ga- that's gangster right there. You put a hood yeah. pericardial window in. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not a surgeon. I'm not a surgeon. McGruber. Well, yeah. <laughs> Does anybody have bubble gum <laughs> right now? They do that yeah, shit. Yeah. That's Duct tape. That is some awesome shit right there. And you know, man, Braley, good job, though, man. You, you are impressive. I'm gonna t- I'll tell I didn't people. finish. Well, finish. I'm going to give you a chance to finish. Go ahead. Finish up. Uh, so just in related to what we do, the yes. reason why we started with pericardius is because, as we know on our tests, is that uh, first-time drug users do develop something called pericarditis. Yes. And then, as we know, as it's called chronic use on your test, is it's going to be the endocarditis. Yep. And affects the actual cordae. Tendonite. I love that word. Cordae, yeah. cordae tendonite. Yeah, which mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, will cause you to have valve problems, right? Regurgitation. Yep. Yeah. Have you, ever watched, have you ever watched the valve replacement? I have not. It have is seen? fucking amazing. Is that a YouTube thing? Yeah, of course. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm, well, I'm, for uh, you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, I can do it now because I watched it on YouTube. Well, I've <laughs> seen you do some very impressive things. Thank you. Yes. Like this hippo will like look up some shit. 
and jiggle some knobs and what have you, and, uh, <laughs> and get a get a valve half price. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he just looks at me like, "Did you just order that full price on Amazon?" Yeah, oh, right. Shit, mm. you, know, you better. <laughs> he was screaming about Two Face earlier at, at uh, CBS. They, they had us leave. <laughs> He's I, like, is this what toothpaste costs? Yeah, a toothbrush. Yeah, Fuck tooth, that. yeah. I haven't got uh, gotten a toothbrush and ever. I don't he think goes, I've ever bought goes, a toothbrush. So I'll buy you one if you know what CVS stands for. Oh, I don't know. What is? What does it? No idea. No idea. Customer value service. No shit. Or valued. What, I don't know if there's a D there. No what does Walgreens stand for? I don't know, that's probably a dude's name. Do you know what Arby's is. stands for? No. Delicious, piping hot. Actually, it was, um, I believe the owners were, <laughs> like, it, the names were Roy, and the other was, like, Barry, and they put R-B, and they went, Arby's. Oh. They Arby's. Okay. Yeah. Is that no, true? Are you true. making that up? No, that's yeah, true. That's they got the Arby's. Sad. No, it's yeah. true. Somebody, fact, it was so Arby's, fact, check and they went, check it out. Oh, man. I'm on it. Uh, Brayley, you, what do you th- think? No name. Yeah, no name. Bex Triad. Oh yes, Bex Triad. Yes, oh. sir. Finish that up, though. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. So typically, we'll 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 move on to uh, yeah. The guy's dead now because yeah. we are, yeah. our, our it, thoughts. But yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, it typically moves sure. into like Bex Triad, and uh, we that I found was interesting. One of the facts in there. That's the only reason I wanted to get to it. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> I just read something. But uh, as you know, we have a uh, one. We already had muffled t- uh, heart tones, which we know is because it's water around it like basically go to the ocean put your head above water and yell at somebody they can hear you put your head underwater yell you get the, get the idea yes yeah, yeah. Um, we also get the uh, we also have the low blood pressure yes which we know is because the fluid around Being the ventricles low cardiac output low cardiac output and I thought it was interesting is that the they're like well why is there JVD because that venous pressure gets so high in that that it actually the right ventricle will actually bow the septum actually into the uh, left ventricle. Yes. You're decreasing that after a little even more in this, and you also have that JVD. So, yeah, that was right, interesting. Right. you know, that's an interesting point there. Yeah, I never uh, even uh, uh, thought about presenting that. So, that's pretty cool. That's cool right there. Ben from Virgin right. Islands is uh, oh, saying ben. he's on. Yo, he's on. what's oh, up, big Ben? Yeah. We got some swimming. We got to go teach Ben over there. Yeah. Over in the Virgin Islands. Yes. <laughs> the Virgin. Yeah. Well, Trish is texting something right now. Uh-oh. Let's see what Trish Uh-oh. is texting because we're not recording or anything. Yeah. 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 Uh, Braley is the only one in uniform. That's what she said. Oh. Yes. Got yeah, it. I'm sorry. I, I didn't bring any of the other my, clothes. <laughs> my, my wife brought, bought me this shirt. So the no-name dog is wearing turnout Collar. Yeah, yes, he's uh, he's got yeah. safety gear he's on. Definitely um, safety third. And we're repping mm. some Echo hats here. Yes, we, we are from Echo. So, um, but my logo. Yeah, and the docks uh, Shark Week yeah. logo up there. Yeah, Shark Week. Shark Doc. Week. Speaking Shark of week that, Doc. yes. What do you got? Uh, what do you got coming out with Shark Week? Is it? Is it all? Uh, all the shooting is all done. Well, th- this year how, was how busy. This year was nuts because we had. It seemed like you were doing it Shark. all year long. So we usually film like January, February, March, a little bit in April. Like last year when I was in Cocos Island doing the hunt for Ligurtha, that was um, two weeks of April, end of March and April. But this year, like, so Shark Week was a week long on Discovery. Right. 
Shark Fest was 21 days this year. Holy shit. Yeah, it was kind of nuts. I didn't even realize it was going to be like that. And then, um, it was funny because I was at the bar and I... And one TV I'm on, and on the yeah. other TV I'm on a different. Yeah. Network. And then yeah. someone's text me about Kings of Pain. Yeah. Season two. Kings of Pain. Um, filming some of the other, and uh, so now I'm filming um, this coming week some stuff for Nat Geo Shark Attack. Um, I wasn't told I couldn't talk about it, so. Yeah. Shark yeah. Attack three six. Wow. We're doing some reenactment. And I do safety and stuff for that, and. Um, yeah, a couple of things for Shark Attack Files and for um, Shark Attack. So I got, I got the next one for you is going to be Gator Attacks because oh uh, man, we seen some of those. last last our last podcast we yeah, saw really? the, the live video of the guy that got attacked by a gator. Not only he that, was, like is that the one in Collier County? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we had the firefighter, one, and then we had one. Oh, oh, that was a different one. Yeah, yeah. And then we had one that we saw that that night we before just had the podcast. A like we gator saw attack. Yeah, we saw one at the hospital, man. This dude, this thing chewed him up good. You know, yeah. it's really interesting because, I mean, if anyone watches football, we know that they're not very good defense and they can't <laughs> catch you very well. Yeah. Right. Sorry. <laughs> Couldn't help it. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. No, but um, the uh, moving to Florida, I moved to Florida in 2012. My first weekend here was actually when the guy got his face eaten off. No shit. Um. The, uh, I yeah, I, I actually petitioned in Miami to change the basketball team name from the Miami <laughs> Heat to the Miami Eat. <laughs> you could save twenty five percent on marketing. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> know, uh, gun. but I, uh, I know how aware you are of me being attacked by a gator during a class. Yo, with Jason, yeah, yeah he almost died. There. Are yes. you serious? Like oh. the hippo in South Africa? Listen, this well, is, that was real. That was real. Who got this that? Wasn't? Oh, the no. hippo. Will die. He's going to tell you the story about how God. he almost died. The problem that I have with Jason is this. <laughs> every time He's a reptile... hungry and I yeah. look like a white marble? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, every time there's a reptile that's attacking me, Jason's not there. <laughs> and it's not just me. It's the whole staff. Everybody's being attacked by reptiles. The reptile guy isn't available that day. That's because when I am there, I'm keeping him away. Yeah. I, I can't help it that I can't be everywhere yeah. all the time. Yeah. So I mean, he's not saying he's Superman. He's just pointing out that he and yeah. Superman have been seen in the same place at the same time. <laughs> same time. Yeah. Exactly. Go on. I'm, yeah. I'm listening, Carlos. Oh, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, we're in Tampa and um, walking to to get to the trailer, the sim trailer, because they had it uh, kind of like off to the side in this little shed place. So I'm walking down the sidewalk like a normal person. Catching up on phone calls. Like, you know how that is. You've been teaching all day. And there's like a gajillion yep. fucking phone calls waiting. And I see something move across the sidewalk. You know, it just catches my eye. And I go, huh. Hmm. Let me look up. And when I look up, it, it's still moving, whatever it is. So I walk across the street like a normal person would. <laughs> and uh, from, across, yeah, from across the street, I see a he maybe. He just strolled. You know, may, this thing may have been 30 feet, maybe 10. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to get that close to look at it. It was four feet, kids. But, but, uh, Put my yeah. thumb up. We do have a picture of that. We'll send it, we'll send it up I there. It. This you know thing is massive. You know how to tell the difference between an alligator and a crocodile, right? Not a clue, sir. I'm not going to get that close. There are two ways. What is it? And well, most people are like, oh, the snow. Well, no, the, the teeth. The teeth. So the teeth. Cro- if, if any teeth are sticking out when the mouth is closed, if it's only from the top, it's an alligator. If it's top and or bottom, uh, then it's a crocodile. No shit. What's something where we're doing? Yeah. And, and one you'll see later and one you'll see in a while. 
<laughs> After a while, crocodile. <laughs> and you can check your Google Maps. That that, that uh, Joe King, man, I'm telling uh, you, that Joe King. So oh, yeah. here's there it. are two counties in North America where you have crocs and alligators um, domestically. Really? That I don't yeah. know. Where's that? Rowan Collier. No shit. Southwest huh? Florida. Yeah. Really? How does is that? Is it, uh, yeah. Are they caimans? Natural. No. Saltwater <laughs> crocodile Americanus. <laughs> In the Americanus uh, gators. So um, I did have that a note written down. Like, there is that something that somebody brought in, or is no. that is it, it just no, happened? It's a natural yeah. fucking thing, huh? This isn't like the Burmese python kind of thing. Yeah. Or the Argentinian tegu, which is now established population. Well, we're on um, that doubt. Is the python thing a, like a real deal? They're killing the environment type shit, like here in the in the they're, Everglades. They're having their effect. I don't think that it's. Um, when you speak to a lot of experts, it's not as bad as they kind of make some make it out to be. Mm-hmm. Um, they're still did invasive. You see the, did you see the eighteen foot one? Yeah. Well, my <laughs> friend picked it up. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're the ones that got it. So the wow. uh, Ian and M. Um, I can't say his last name. It starts with a B. Yeah. Um, <laughs> great, great guys and gals. So the I went and taught a Venom class for the Southwestern Florida Conservancy. Um, And that's where they do a lot of the Burmese research and and stuff. And what they do, these guys, they've learned a lot about them. But they go and they, they, when they catch them, they, you have to basically probe to tell if it's male or female. Um, It's called sexing it. And uh, I do some sexing from time to time with Trich. Do you send things? (laughs) You send a dick pic to it? Brown chicken, brown cow. Anyway, so the. Um, the females they euthanize, the males they put in a GPS tracker, hmm. and then they let them go. No shit. And that's how they find the females. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they euthanize look- them. Interestingly, they thought like, oh, they can only have like a clutch of eggs every other year usually, but they found out a couple. They, like, it's really neat. They found out that if they eat large enough things, like a key deer or something like that, which aren't as big as others and stuff, but yeah. um, they eat those, then uh, they can lay eggs every year. No shit. So that's a lot more of those, yeah. potentially. It's a whole lot of eggs um, and a lot of fucking. It turns out mm, that... A lot uh, of sexting. <laughs> that, um, like, for juvenile Burmese pythons, copperheads are... Uh, not copperheads. Water moccasins are eating them. Are eating really? the, yeah, the so the, the, a picture oh. just was released not telling you from like the Miami Zoo and others. I've seen that picture for yeah. the past three years. Yeah, I it. have seen I that. have it. I, and I've shown you that yeah. picture where it's an x-ray of a water moccasin, and you see the skeleton of the snake, and inside is a whole skeleton of another snake, Damn. plus a GPS tracker. Oh, oh. shit. Nice. So and they're like, because they—that's why I taught them how, what to do in case someone gets bit by a snake, because they're just tromping through. Does most it suck the poison the, out? Most of the... Oh, <laughs> oh man, you, you saw that. I Holy hate. Lord. Thanks, so, thanks, really. Okay, yeah, so, so we were at dinner earlier at your teaching <laughs> class, or lunch, yeah. or Linner, whatever, whatever they call Linner, it. Linner, yeah, Trish loves it. And I, and I see this picture of a sheriff's deputy of whatever <laughs> county. I guess it's Broward. I don't know. I couldn't read that far. But he's like, is obviously dead. And he's holding up this water moccasin. Big, big snake. And it says, like, sheriff's office comes to do this and then gives tips if you're bit by a snake. And 
the only thing that I had correct on there was call seek medical attention. <laughs> yeah. Every single other am I allowed to curse on this? Yeah, you can curse oh, as much hell as you yeah. want. Yeah, fuck Holy yeah. fucking shit. I was so <laughs> pissed off. Every other fucking thing that it said on there was completely wrong. The list was everything wrong. It was like use ice. Uh Turn, it said train. No, it said yeah. suck it out. Suck it yeah. out. Suck yeah. suck yeah. Out. Um, it I'll said to use ice. I'm good it at said to, to keep it low. <laughs> but and a, I was like, a, holy a hell! Restrictive tourniquet on, oh. it, and it then must use have, a sharp razor to cut open the wound. It may have. <laughs> it may have said like. And by the way, Ben Abo can kiss my fucking ass. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like, why would you not? I I, I don't even know where they would get this. There's a lot of misinformation out there. I immediately, I couldn't even concentrate. I was being rude to you guys. I'm sorry, but yeah. I had to like tweet and be like, no, no, no. That's no. What the we fuck is this shit? Yeah. Like, yeah. How about yeah, real things? It, immediately, we uh, our retractions being written as we speak. I hope <laughs> so. I mean, story, it was yeah. one of the anchors did reply, say, hey, I pass on your information. <laughs> I kept waiting for this like thing. <laughs> I offered up because I've done plenty of news interviews and stuff. So, you, you, um, But you, like, holy fuck. Like, I was just, so yesterday we went to a, a school that we do some business with, and they're we're going to be using their fire grounds, and they have um, uh, a water moccasin thing there. Like they 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 kill one every thing. they kill like they catch one every class, and you know it's crazy. Like there's a bunch of them, and uh, I'm down to catch it. And I was like, Jason's like, well, you you can't kill it. I'm like, the fuck we aren't. <sighs> I'm not personally going to kill it because yeah. I'm not going to be that What's putting close. this snake bite in rice going to do? Then, like, the, <laughs> our, our Asian friends are going to come and fix it like my phone? I'm yeah. sure, I'm like sure that's something does that, does that Ben... Sorry, Ben. That, thanks that for ben coming. Probably, yeah. <laughs> that's probably a myth. Yeah. <laughs> in the, in the yeah. I, he's looking at he's his gonna phone suck like, it out. Oh, I got yeah. a joke yeah. for this guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I mean, why, why not kill it, Jason? What's that? I said, why not kill it? Because there's no reason to kill it. It's not doing well, anything. Where are you going to relocate the shit to? Like, I mean, it's uh, just going to come back and bite somebody else. No, it's not. No, it's, it's defensive. It's not going to bite anybody. Well, apparently there's a there's a cop on TV today with a goddamn snake. That doesn't mean it bit anybody. It Man, the cops they, were they're out. scared of them. Meanwhile, I, I want to know how many times they, they can still envenom somebody. I want to know how many oh, times they shot at him. I would like to say the ten, <laughs> the, the, yeah, the ten code for that is a ten sixty nine, ten six nine. Which, by the way, we promoted Brayley to top cop yeah. of the rest yeah. of Company One. That's right. Since he mm-hmm. was a law enforcement certified, he's way better cop than Rob right. or Justin. All right. So well, the, di- the, oh, the diver, well. the diver was uh, Baywatch. So what's the ho- the cop going to be? Oh yeah. So well, the the, the lifeguard. You mean lifeguard? Was, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Mitch, yeah, yeah. Mitch Buchanan. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, uh, what's well, a good cop? You know, um, shoot. I don't know. We got to come St- up with that. Starsky and Hutch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. <laughs> well, what was that one guy from see, Dragnet? Let me see your best dragon. Show me a dragon. Wow. Really? It's getting a little crazy. Yeah, <laughs> two. Do you mean two, two dragons? This, this yeah. is, this, <laughs> oh, oh, I got one too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, I'm the best cop because I already figured out and how to stop shark that. attacks. Yeah. yeah so absolutely. we're gonna have to move on to gators because yeah. I'm gonna ruin. Know? I'm gonna ruin Shark Week. I already have. Shark Week is the safest time to be in the water. Why is that? To not get bit? Because they're too busy on Shark Week. They're on TV. They don't have time to bite anybody. <laughs> fucking guy. I love it. I fall into him every time. Yeah. What? Every what? time I fucking call, he gets me what? into that shit. So, you know, how do you end up being this, the, the Venom dog? That's Man. A, that's a good question. 
So we've actually talked about this, I think. We did. We touched on it a little bit ago. So yeah, I actually used we to have a drunk, phobia though. of. Uh, <laughs> I used to. You don't. You don't know me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's his poison. Need my Bethesda logo. <laughs> yeah. Product, product, product placement. Oh my placement. God, Becky. <laughs> product placement. <laughs> my proud uh, shout out to my fellow guildsmen of the uh, Femsda. Can you we tell people? Guild. Can you tell people what that stands for? Yeah, we're badass fucking EMS doctors. <laughs> yeah. So, like, how did how but, you get there? So anyway, what? How do you get there to to the uh, you know be the snake doctor? So uh, I actually used to have a huge a phobia of. My parents were just visiting. We were just talking about this. I couldn't even go to the reptile house. I had such a phobia. No shit. But when I was in residence, I always care about the environment. I always like thinking green and all. And when I was in residency, I was hanging out at Air Rescue with Miami-Dade Fire Rescue. And at Air Rescue South is where they house Venom 1. And I was talking with them and hanging out. And I realized how many snake bites, like the textbooks aren't right. um, And how many snake bites are mistreated. And people just want to kill it and do this and that. Yeah. And so I started on this charge to get the right information out. Huh. And it just went from there. I started learning from them, and I started treating a whole bunch of snake bites, and I'm a shit magnet. Like, if I like... Hmm. I need to do a lecture on, like, winning the lottery and hookers or something. Fucked up shit that happens <laughs> because, when you're around. Um, when I lecture on it, it happens. It, yeah. If, right? every, if every venomous snake was killed... You wouldn't be able to make antivenom to to help those. You you so know. antivenom, even tests. Yeah. Uh, Did you medicines. hear? Oh, every yeah. venomous That's snake. Cancer medication, cancer pain medicines. Yeah. Yeah. Cancer medications. Yeah. Cancer medications. The test for like INR, diabetes medicines. Yeah. All that comes from venom. So, but you know, it, and so just promoting them the education, just being a having the reputation for whatever style of learning I, you, I have that you want to call it. Yeah. For better or for worse, that's where I just kind of. That's what your life became took Became it. And, you know, so when I was doing, I became a well-known Venom guy, toxinologist. Not a toxicologist, toxinologist. Huh. I learned from some great people. Jeff Bernstein, who's in charge of Miami-Dade, uh, of the Poison Center Miami. Uh, I was treating a lot of snake bites, a lot. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's interesting. And then, But I finally got over my fear. Hmm. Not, oh, snakes. Not, not, like... Right away. I mean, I had been working with Venom and, and yeah. Bites and going literally around the world lecturing for years. But when we started Venom 2, yeah, and we got FWC McDaniel out there yep. to, to certify us all how to handle legally Venom Snake safely, I just woke up, shit, shower, shave, drive down to Lake County, and I did it also. Yeah. So I literally woke up that morning with a phobia, and then I was like, fuck it, time to get over it. So once again. Now I've got snake hooks in each of my cars. That sounds really posh. Yeah. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. In both yeah. of my cars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, being a doctor's good. And, once uh, again, he's, he's, you know, jumping out of helicopters. He's, he's over there doing, doing He's diving. He has two cars. He's yeah. scuba diving. He's doing all Fucking the things. Uh, and... Lassoing snakes, snakes. hands the fuck on. You know what I'm saying? Hands on, man. You know that. I'm on the boards like reptile conservancies and zoos, and I do drill. That's is there like a wilderness thing that you 
are a part of. <laughs> good, uh, good, pro, uh, a good uh, like the softball. Big, the there. big one. The big one. Yeah. That's the big one. Wilderness Medical uh, Society, I do a lot for. I am yeah. a fellow of the Wilderness Society, yeah. um, fellow of Academy of Wilderness Medicine. Um, I am one of the course directors. There's only four of us for the Wilderness EMS Medical Directors Association. Yep. I am the, or sorry, Wilderness EMS Medical Directors course. Yes. Um, I'm one of the textbook uh, chapter, multiple chapters, but I do all the animal stuff. Wildlife-related for the Wilderness EMS textbook. Um, there's a bunch of them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, Wilderness Medical Society stuff, different expert panels. Um, I, I'm, I'm doing yeah. my fellowship right now with the yeah. Academy Do it. of Wilderness. Um, now, you know you're going to have to... I'm serving on the WPC panel stuff, too. You really know you're going to have to handle a couple of snakes. Yeah, there's going to be no snake handling. No, well, I'm yeah. deferring my snake yeah, handling. Well, you know, listen, I had to speak to a chief the other day. He could not understand why he has to talk to my, my assistant. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, you know, <laughs> he goes, I've never had a fireman. <laughs> a sister that, I'm not your regular fireman, sir. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, so. Fuck regular. Yeah, you know, uh, Doc, if you had to give me an elevator pitch on, like, austere medicine, how would you describe it? Funny, this was a lecture that I gave at Echo last year. Yeah. Hey. What? Basically, wilderness medicine and austere medicine is being resourceful when you have little to no resources. And the beautiful thing about it is giving, I mean, the same care that you get in the ER in an ambulance or a helicopter, you deserve yeah. anywhere. Yeah. But it's not geographical constraints. It's not just when I'm camping. Heck, when I was professor at a university that rhymes with Schmorda, Yes. Um, they were like, oh, wilderness medicine? When you're camping, when you're climbing Everest, oh, it's been with the snakes and stuff. I'm like, I look at me. I am not climbing Mount Everest. Yeah. I'll helicopter the fuck to base camp. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but, you know, the, it's well, everything. The, and so and that's why I'm on this huge charge because we have so much environmental, but it's not just environmental causes and stuff. It's It could be an MI in the middle of nowhere. Well, so, again, it's, it's like it's thinking out of the box. Out yeah. Exactly. That's Fuck the, the big, box. That's the biggest thing. So, so, so it's being resourceful, little no resources, without geographical. It might be time constraints, but mostly resources. But the austere side is when it's when the conditions can also prove to be very detrimental or harsh. Yeah. So my side of things with the disaster with urban search and rescue and all um, that, I mean, even in the Keys, I'm like, oh, you went to the Keys for two weeks. Nice vacation. Eh, fuck yeah. you. There was no power. Nothing. We were searching house to house in, yeah. you know, in the pavements, 106 degrees. Yeah. I'm doing paw care for my dogs that are getting burned. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, what's interesting is it, it, the, you say something about improvisation versus like, Actually, having a plan for things and, and stuff like because you you improvise a lot in the yep. austere environment, but you do plan for the improvisation in a sense, right? Like you do have like already that MacGyver uh, solution to it. it. It's you have the goal is know what you want to get accomplished, what's mm. reasonable to get accomplished, what's a decent backup if you can or a contingency, and how the fuck are you going to do it? So it's always being able to be dynamic to mitigate the different problems that you may encounter or that you do. Yeah. And that's what I love about it. So perfect for my 80s. Squirrel? Yeah. What, what was that? Mm. And it's interesting. You know, Braley, <laughs> you, you did a lot of um, like subject matter expert stuff in the military with, uh, with training medics in, uh, in bad environments. 
yeah. the medicine and stuff. How much improvisation went into what you were teaching with those guys? Well, it's always like, this is what you've been given. You got a nice Sam splint. What can you do with that for what you're going to get? You know, before we had quick clot, here's a tampon. You know what I mean? And uh, you just, whatever you can use to keep the person going and fighting was what you were supposed to do. Yeah. Because that's a different thing too, right? You need that worker in that situation. So you're in the, you're in the thing where mm-hmm. you, you're going to need that person. So you got to get mm-hmm. them back to some sense of functioning, which, you know, Doc, in, in, the, in the civilian world, the, when it comes to like the austere medicine and the mountain climbers and stuff like that, you're kind of having to do almost the same thing, right? Because mm-hmm. you're trying to get that person to be able to come back down on their own power if you can. Oh, yeah. Actually, the, the first published um, procedure, um, Ultrasound in the Wilderness Environment, was our article. We did a, we had a shoulder dislocation in Limville Gorge in North Carolina. Got there. Like, otherwise, would have had to, like, give them pain medicine. Then can they walk out, this and that. Yeah. We just did a local block. With lidocaine in the joint with ultrasound, showed that it was dislocated, popped it back in, put it in, and he hiked out himself. Yeah. Didn't just hike, he had to climb out. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, cool. Then it's a lot less resources taking other people aren't at risk. Yeah, you're not hoisting, you're not short hauling, yeah. you're not doing all that stuff, you know, putting the helicopter in danger and weather factors and oh, yeah. so on and so forth. You said, <laughs> it, you said the word ultrasound. That should be that dog's name. Dog's name. Ultrasound. Ultrasound. Got it. Ultrasound, you like it? Yes. No. (laughs) So, like, you said the word ultrasound a few times, and and it's like people always say a nasty word when it related to ultrasound that pisses you off. Ultrasound, EMS, and this procedure. What is it? Fast. (laughs) He he goes off on this. This is almost as good. This is almost as good as the snake shit from earlier. (laughs) Proceed, sir. All right. I'm very proud of EMS. Yes. I'm very proud of EMTs, paramedics, first responders, EMTIs, EMTCC, everything but I guess EMT cardiac or whatever the fuck that is going <laughs> on in Rhode Island. Oh my God. That mess. Yes. Small I, state. I'm proud of them Bunch too. Of yeah. Not all of them. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so small state with the longest name and the yeah. most fucked up calls recently. Yes. Nonetheless, so. <clears throat> I hear and I love that people are embracing and ultrasound is a very important tool, very useful. I actually did a joint lecture with another flight medic, Sean Smith. Um, I wonder where he's at these days. He's up north, like Virginia or something. He does a lot of like neonatal and international stuff too. Hmm. But uh, I got to find out where he is. Anyway. <clears throat> Girl. So. Yes. <laughs> Blue ray by. <bye>. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, where'd he go? Anyway. Oh, he's called a dog squirrel. What? I wish people would stop calling you. Would they know, stop right? calling that phone? So, <laughs> We're busy. so here's, here's the deal. So he and I did a lecture together for AMTC, Aeromedical Transport, whatever the fuck Whatever they call it now. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, so, uh, Elevate or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Elevate? That takes to another level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you up to? Elevate. <laughs> Let me repeat myself. Yes. Echo is one to go to. Anyway. Yes. Absolutely. Our our peoples. Got it. Our peoples. Anyway, so we gave this lecture on the Hocus Pocus, the future point of care ultrasound. And I called it back then. I was like, all these things that you can do in ultrasound, I'm using for different things. Um, But one of the easiest things to teach, and I find them all doing, they're all excited about, is doing a fucking fast exam. Why? And... 
I, I don't get it. I don't get it. What is doing a fast exam in the pre-hospital environment going to fucking do other than tell you it's positive or negative? It's not going to change anything. Well, we can determine if we're going to go to a trauma center. You're going to a fucking trauma center. Anyways. Traumatic indication. You think that they're bleeding. Yes. Unsafe violence, whatever. It's already going to be. You're not going to not go to the trauma center because you did a fucking trauma fast exam. (laughs) So why fucking do it? Maybe, maybe, and this was seven years ago, I think I gave this lecture. Yeah. What year is 2022? Was that, that was in uh, in Texas. Yeah, so it was, uh, yeah. 14, 14, yeah, Fort Worth. 13, 15. Dallas, Dallas, Fort Worth. Yeah. Yes. So, like, even, you know, in a closed system, maybe they're going to decide. Um, get an earlier call to start MTP, Massive Transfusion Protocol. But really, if they have MTP, they're not going to need that much. Yeah. So what's the fucking point? Now, is there a use of ultrasound? Absolutely. Do I have one? I've got two ultrasounds. I'm about to buy a third one. I'm getting rid of one of them or two of them. (laughs) um, Text me later. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Call me in a minute. Yeah, yeah. No, but there's there's a lot of uses, and I use it all the time in the ER. Yeah. I have it in my response cars, car, whatever. Car, yeah, you know. <laughs> my kit. Um, <laughs> but that's that's not what it, you know, where is it going to be useful? Ultrasound is very useful for cardiac arrest. Yes. Termination resuscitation. PEA versus pseudo-PEA. Peripheral lines. IJs, EJs. Um you know, uh, arterial lines doing telemedicine, yes, sir. Doing a lines, telling if it's like CHF versus pneumonia or something. Is it a pneumothorax? ET2 placement, do something you can even confirm ET2, but I'm all about my cap now, so why, be, y- yes, yeah. sir. Yeah, you but know. if you know, someone stole my Emma and I went fucking ape shit, yes, which I would, <laughs> um, I just ordered another one. Did another you? One. I don't want to have to keep moving in different kits. Yeah. yeah. Like, so when I have people go in, they're like going to do this Shark Week film. Like, I. You want, you you want them to have the yeah. stuff, yeah. And right. Right. it's ridiculous that as a fucking physician in a hospital system, I got to bring my own waveform capnography. Isn't, isn't Do you that know crazy? how many. Man. It took years at the trauma, <laughs> a level one trauma center <laughs> for them to get waveform capno. I'm like, what the I, fuck? Yeah. God, but my, God rest his soul. My former chair, my department, he. He's something. Um, very smart guy, but an accomplished. Yes. But um, <laughs> honestly, he was a dick. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not. I know exactly. I know exactly who you're talking about. But doesn't it amaze you? I don't want to bring up. But but he literally said, and I brought something up when we were rounding. He said um, that it, capnography. There's not much research on it, and I just what the fuck. I was yeah. respectful. I, yes, I don't have to be anymore. Yeah, I was respectful, <laughs> and like I mean, I wanted to just unleash like. This Sal Silvestri study and this one and this one and yes. this. Like, well, there are it, tons and it's a gold standard of care. Yes. And we'd have one in the department. <laughs> but why, so now I have to literally bring my own around the hospital. So, you know, the individual you're talking about is amazing. That, that, that person studied under the man that, that, that's got all this research on entitled CO2. How do you, like, not even, how does that not even rub off on you? What, what, that, that, that's crazy. What's but crazy to me is that right. there's, yeah. there's a lot of uses for ultrasound. Yes. There's a lot of uses for capnography, and but it's not fucking fast exam in the pre-hospital environment. Yeah. Um, so let's let's do something now. 
you know, and, and I see them all the time doing these, let's do a feasibility study on our ma- and yeah, okay, dick. good for you, but suck a dick. you're not doing that on my medics. Like yeah. let's do Dr. Lafferty, um, in who's down in Lee County, he's a couple of services that like sister my, yes. some of my fire departments because yes. I've got like a gazillion. They just did a feasibility study for their departments for termination or resuscitation. Beautiful. Uh, well uh, done. They're all excited. And, and, you know, let me ask you this, Doc. No. If I say this, yeah, fra- <laughs> if I say this <laughs> phrase to you, tell me what the first things that come to your mind and, you know, be as honest as you can. PBR. <laughs> yeah. We've always done it this way. Uh, yes. Oh, my that, God. That, that's What's, what I was going to say. My famous, what are my famous lines that I'm sense. known for? Yeah. S.A. Quambideri, always be not just appear to be. Yes. And hashtag fuck status quo. Yes. Like, what are two things that firefighters hate? Change in the way things are. Yeah. And it's amazing. <laughs> and, but when I hear that's the way it's always been or that's yeah. the way we've always done it, yeah. all the more reason we should say to ourselves, self, Go is this you. the right thing? Yeah. Probably we're, not. Go fuck yourself. Look at yeah. backboards, collars. Hell, we got to bust this bad boy out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like trying to look at and relook at what we're doing. Um, is is very important. What what dri- what drives me crazy or what baffles me is the fact that we'll have a cardiac arrest patient or somebody that's intubated go into the hospital, waveform capnography, everything's good to go, and they change them over to colorimetric. Yeah. Almost every single time you go to the hospital, they just they oh yeah we don't need any of that we're just gonna color metric up oh, yeah we got a good color they, free free thinking. how is that. Okay, how? so I have a theory. Like, still, <laughs> how? Downgrade of care, man. It is. Br- and because, and I'm like, your job literally is, okay, so, disclaimer, some, some, some of my best friends are RTs, <laughs> and there are some excellent ones out there, and it's different places, but, um, and there's some decent ones even where I work, but... I don't get it. Like, they don't know how the fuck to bag. They don't know how to ventilate. <laughs> they switch to the color metric. Yeah. When I'm like, that's like decaf coffee. Where, where does it belong? It's never right. in the trash. Right. Yes. Right? Yes. So the oh, only thing crazy. that I ever throw, I'm not an ass, but I'll like, I'll like make eye contact. I'll hold up the color metric. And I'll throw it on the floor. <laughs> that and yank hours. Right? Yeah. Yank hours. That's another great example. <laughs> Let's talk about hard suction catheters. Where did the yank hour fucking come from? Uh-huh. It was specifically made as a hard suction. They called it a tonsil tip. They used it for tonsillectomies. Oh, yes. And it's specifically used for oral surgeries and designed that way so it wouldn't be powerful enough to dislodge a fucking clot. So you can't really get over so the suction. So why are we yeah. using something right. specifically made to not be strong enough... When we we have an emergency, like yeah. what the fuck? Till Doctor right? DeCanto comes around, huh? So there yeah. comes James DeCanto. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. I love that man. Yeah. I I text very so often. We got the Abo DeCanto backhand and um, <laughs> Top Gun high five. Yeah, oh, totally. <laughs> but like it's it's completely true. Oh man, um, I, and the you know wide bore fixed. Yes. You know, and I've had some incredible saves through where I actually intubated with the decanter catheter. You know, I and then I backfed the bougie through it. 
Oh man, nice. I saved to, some lives. I used to strip with a guy named Y Boar and Tonsil Tip. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> just says true, true story. If anyone yeah. can call, drop off some Zofran for me, <laughs> so you know it, it is amazing how you know everybody with that. I'm old school. I like to do this. I'm like, well, we what was your name? Yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't pull fucking horses. <laughs> the only so right? fire trucks with horses. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what the fuck, man? The old school yeah. that I Use like. Buckets. This is what I get of old school. Like it's when I say about how I'm old school. I've been in EMS for 25 years. When I talk about being old school, I talk about honoring tr- certain <laughs> certain traditions. Yes, sir. Learning from things. Being motivated to make changes because EMS is young. Oh man! Right, like so, being and being on the forefront of the change and doing things and testing things out—that's old school stuff. Old school mentality is not getting stuck in your fucking ways. Yes, right. Just because, well, this is how my teacher showed me. Yeah, this is the way did it. Oh, and then nurses that make up fucking policies that don't exist. So, so so I told you earlier today. We I brought up a name. I brought up a name in front of the, the, the uh, two of the young men in front of us here, medics. And I was like, uh, Jim Page. Oh, and, and, I, and, and yeah. you know, you know, and it's just like the, some of that history is, is being lost. And it says one of the coolest things I think us working mm-hmm. out of the uh, EMLRC building is that we have the museum downstairs. And that museum downstairs has all these artifacts and stuff, you know, Dr. Nagel's helmet and stuff. And I mentioned this on other podcasts, but the, the history of EMS is is uh is being lost out there because nobody's teaching it. Yeah. And nobody's giving, you know, the Nancy Carolyns, you know, the 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 uh, You know what's cool? So uh, sorry, go ahead. No, Keep no, here. no, go you, you know, go <laughs> ahead. I, I I was going to say so just this morning or last night or like the twilight zone in between um someone had posted about a new book that's about to come out about history of the EMS and a lot of it is an interview yeah. about um, from uh, Chief Moon from Pittsburgh EMS, and who was he was originally one of the par- initial paramedics in the Hill District, the Freedom yeah. House, Freedom House, and yeah. then he became Pittsburgh EMS and right. da da da. And I'm like, I remember when Jeff Moon was a just a crew chief with Pittsburgh EMS when oh, I first wow. started up there, like the the greats, and like it's not that old. No, we have it's amazing not. No, man. people. But it's getting lost, and I, I am in close touch with Ron Stewart, you know, and like the and stuff that there's stuff that I found of his that's now on display at the Smithsonian. Yeah, no joke. Like that's awesome. Ripped yeah. the notebook out, ripped the page out, gave it to me. The rest is on display at the Smithsonian. You, you, um, you, you, the history is 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 lost because and people think, oh well, that's just always the way it has been or whatever. No. But there's a lot there. You know, the the first or second, it gets a little hazy, but the first or second hospital rotation I had when I was in paramedic school, um, this guy walks in, and he talks to the charge nurse, and they all knew him. Oh, hi, doctor. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, yeah. And he's just saying hi. He's, his stomach was kind of bothering whatever. Pippa. Whatever, they're like, do you know who that was? I'm like, oh, Dr. Peter. They're like, yeah, Peter, Peter Saffer. Saffer. It's Peter Saffer, man, the CPR guy. <laughs> he fucking CPR. Yeah, it's, it's I had no shit. idea, so I looked it yeah. up. I was like, I don't oh, even know man. Google existed then. I think it was all Yahoo. Yeah, or uh, yeah. Ask Jeeps. Bing. Right. Ask yeah. Jeeps. Before that, like, let me ask the fucking paperclip paper from Microsoft <laughs> Office. Clippy. Clippy, right? Oh, yeah, man. Like, I got your encyclopedia. Peter Britannica. Saffer, man. That's some shit. Like, what? 
but the history and it's a shame. That's why I loved when we were working on that project for EMLRC. Yeah, yeah. The history of like EMS and Florida, and I I've been blessed because you know you were Pittsburgh, the, the center for Florida, medicine, man. And then knowing like the history of globally too, I I talked with Herman Deleuze, who's like Jeez, dude, you know history. He started Resuscitation Magazine or Journal, yeah, um, which was the first journal my own stuff I ever was published in. And like, it's just it's surreal. Yeah. Knowing from LA and just the different stuff, there's a lot going on everywhere, and we're always making history too. Yeah, but you gotta understand where someone's coming from, not just so you do it the same way. But so we can honor it and yeah. just learn from it. Yeah. Like some of the stories, I mean, Ron Stewart, who wanted funding for like the Center for Emergency Medicine, yes. he goes into a workshop, he makes, he, he makes a key, like it's about this big, right? a key, just a wood yeah. key, like, all right. Here's the key to the city. So yeah. he goes to the board of the hospital or hospitals, the, the health system, <laughs> and says, the key to your future <laughs> is through the emergency department. 85 or whatever percent of your patients that are admitted in your hospital yep. come through the emergency department. I'm a customer. I want to make it better. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. The key to your success is through me. I need funding for the Center for Emergency Medicine. We're going to have a Department of Education, a Department of Research, a Department of this. Each department yes. within <laughs> the Center for Emergency Medicine was one room. Yes. <laughs> like there was a hallway that had a yeah. rainbow, and it was like this door was red, and it would go up. Yes. And that's education. It was one desk. Great I think going. one of the rooms was a closet. And that was like the division of research. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But, like, but that's how R&D. you get shit done. Yeah. Now everyone thinks it's a handout. It's just like whatever. Nah, they man. don't know. Hard work, And blood, some of these tools, tears. you know, they're like, well, we always use a backboard. Fuck the backboards. Fuck collars. Yeah. What about this? And what's, what's the overall goal? Even with how to use medicines. I was just going off recently on um, with my um, firefighters in the departments. I'm like, we're talking about. Sedation versus pain control. Oh man! Versus anxiolysis, and I'm like, with, and they're like, well, what's your dose of ketamine? All right, it's what well, depends. Well, no, but what's the dose? Like, <laughs> yes. what, what, what <laughs> dose <laughs> are you put on? We well, went in Rome. That, yes. Went in Rome. Yeah. <laughs> what's your fucking goal? Like, yeah. Yeah. when you're even, let's just talk about treating pain. Is your goal? To just suddenly get rid of it all? Yes. Or is it to work towards decreasing it or making it tolerable? Okay. Yeah. Have that discussion with the patient, even as a paramedic. I'm going to start. I can't take any back. Yeah. Well, I kind of can. Yeah. But you don't yeah. want to. Depending, yeah. Right? Yeah. But so, like, it's what's the goal? What's the goal of sedation? To sedate someone a little bit, have a RAS score maybe goal? Or is it artist formerly known as excited delirium and we're trying to put the fucker down? Yeah. Right. Right? There's a difference. Know what your goals are in your intentions with your interventions, and that can make a difference. Everything has a side effect. Everything. Everything has a side effect. And it it might be the the effect. Yes. That's what we're looking for. We got a bunch of guys on... uh, with making some comments, so yeah, yeah Mark, some. Mark Austin's on. Says, uh, "Man, legend, you know, always legend. learning." Miguel's on. Man, he that's says, another dude. Uh, and ama- it's amazing how old techniques in a pinch are the fund or the foundation to success. And yeah, then, uh, and you know why? It's because those old techniques 
you think of why, and if yeah. every little step is purposeful. Absolutely. I mean, just learning and how to problem solve. I had another attending at my ER, and she couldn't use that glide scope. Like, she's she was always failing with it, and like, and I just I'm showing sure I'm like, there's this one technique with glide scope. Yeah. You got to enter it with that stylet. That style stylet. You have to do it at ninety degrees. Yeah. And boom, she never missed again. Nice. Yeah, these are little like, tricks in there. It's these yeah. little things where in a pinch and you just hold on, take a deep breath. Yes. Why am I doing it this way? I keep looking over. We're testing out from that PAX the... Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We're going to do a video on that we're gonna later. We're going to do a video that, with that. That yeah. we're going to put but, up uh, on the thing. Putting yeah. it, you know, it's a vacuum mattress, which is standard yeah. of care everywhere else but the U.S., but yeah. fucking A, we're still First time I've seen it. First time I've seen it today. Um, it's pretty crazy. And I, I want to switch to it. Like, and everyone's like, oh, backboards. Yeah, yeah but, you know, it seems like it's always an upstream battle with certain things. It, yeah. And it's, uh, well, it's it, go figure. Like, I feel like I'm swimming yeah. like a salmon upstream, but yeah. and I'm allergic to salmon. Yeah. I'm the only Jew that can't break out of jail because I can't eat the lock. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what are you saying? Dad joke, dad joke uh, number 10. Uh, IT Mike. <laughs> what else you got there for comments there, man? Uh, uh, the, yeah, oh, you saw it already. T Mike was on there saying, What's up? Uh, that's, that's basically it. We're you know, it, it, one of the things I was talking about the other day is uh, the education of the new paramedics mm-hmm. coming in. Mm-hmm. There's, there's an exam these guys have to pass. So now the school, when we, we had this conversation yesterday at the school we were at. And, um, and basically, you have to balance the, how well this person is out on the street, but we're also responsible for getting them through the exam. And uh, you have that responsibility because as a school, that's where you're judged by your pass rate. You know, and the state of Florida medical director made it pretty clear that he was unhappy with yeah. the pass rates for uh, medic schools. Now, you take, uh, you know, and I bring Jason up a lot. You know, uh, not this Jason, but the one that has one eyeball that has a paramedic school. And uh, Marquez, <laughs> that first response. Pass rates, unbelievable. Right? Mm-hmm. Unbelievable pass rates. But... He presents it as the blueprint is. Here's the blueprint of paramedic school. Here's the blueprint you got to do. Yep. And he get, he's responsible for that. And it's so hard to keep that, uh, that quality up because, you know, listen, unfortunately, we've got to turn out this medic and the, the school that they go to, once they, I mean, once they're done with school, the department they go to, that's their responsibility to make them good at those protocols and performing out here on the streets. You know, and, and I didn't. I, I just see that, you know, we. It didn't used to be that way. You used to go to medic school. You were you as a student were responsible for your fucking knowledge that you needed to pass, and the and the instructor there was giving you, was making you a fucking yeah. paramedic. <clears throat> you know the. Uh, I think back to I did medic school and center for emergency medicine, and then I was faculty there, and I think about how one of my key instructors, Tom Platt say, you know, our goal is to make you competent entry-level paramedics. Yep. That's, that's our minimum goal. Yeah. Like, turn out. Fine. Now, they do that with the efforts to motivate us to, go seek to do more. more. Seek more. Yeah. And seek more. And that's, so we, like, we need to at least do that. So how are we going to at least accomplish that And by aiming higher? And that's kind of where I took it to. And I've been medical director for a number of EMS programs now, and I'm currently medical director for two paramedic programs. And, you, and the, you know, I tell them, like, and, and a lot of people, and I hated during medical school, hated when people are like, well, is this on the exam? Is this on the exam? Yeah, so good and dick. too many people study 
to pass an exam. Yeah. Well, fuck the exams. Now, yeah. and, I, and I, I feel very strongly for the importance of things like National Registry and we're working on the WPC. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. so proud to be part of that. Yeah, the IBSC. Um, IBSC, the, the yeah. Wilderness Paramedicine. Mm, yep. yep. But otherwise standardized tests, it's a whole other thing. But I don't want to just pass a test. No. And so if you study to pass a test, you're not going to do as well. Yeah. And I remember, again, going back to Tom Platt, I remember 2001... Something came up about an exam. He's like, oh, you know, if, if 70 is, if 80 is passing. Yeah. You got an 88. You passed by eight points. No. You failed by 12. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, I'd go back to look what I got wrong. But what did you get So right? you learn it better. <laughs> but, but really, I would just aim. And in fact, yeah. um, my former dean from medical school, <laughs> he decided he goes, I hear you never look at your exams. You're yes. like, why well, look at the exams? You go over like, uh, this just shut off. Oh, no. Oh. I think oh. my battery died. Oh. Oh, well. Can you still hear me now? Yeah, yeah, I can yeah, hear you. You. Yeah, you. You just can't see me. Yeah. It's, we can hear you. It's, I am going. You know, like. So, so, so he, the dean pulls me in. He's like, I'm like I, I look at my exams. I just don't do it trying to find out, like nitpick each one. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't look at my scores. Yeah. And he's like, why well, don't you care about your scores? I'm like, well, am I failing? He's like, no, you're doing very well. I'm like, okay, so what's the problem? He's like, it's just weird. And I'm like, well, I'm not studying to pass a test. I'm studying to, to know the material. Yeah. To take care of people and save lives. You want to know. Prolong suffering. Yeah. Oh, where is, oh what, what was that? That's good. Oh, oh so, which you know, I want to kind of touch a little bit on the on the Patch Adams thing because we were talking mm-hmm. about that earlier. And uh, as far as like the for people that don't know out there, we got a whole set of millennials that don't fucking uh, know a lot of shit. Yeah. Uh, everybody, when you come when you come back, yeah, hit me one of them. Yeah. Yep. And the doc and the. I'll and take April. one also. Yeah. Hey, um, pineapple uh, cuisine also. Yeah. Real, real quick, uh, Kay Polk was on. She says that uh, she got a flight job. She oh, let everybody know. Yes, Miss Polk. Well, congratulations to you out there. Mazel tov. Awesome. Yeah, let me do a little bit. Of, a little take a sip here. Uh, Mark Austin uh, also made another comment. There's a difference between passing a state exam and learning. Guys, yes. which doc just talked about. Yep. Um, him and him it. and Miguel going back and forth. On it, all, you know they're yeah. agreeing, they're agreeing, you know. You, you know, I mean, dog, you, did, they ever, did they ever consider when you were in medical school? You're dyslexic like me. Yeah. You have the, you know. I put the sexy in dyslexia. Yeah, yeah, and we both take medicine, and and reading yeah. and reading is an effort. Oh yeah. You know, so like, did they ever consider that that you didn't go back to look at that exam because you know of your disability? Or, or no. So I actually. It wasn't until I was 40 years old when I got diagnosed with dyslexia. No shit, man. So you went to medical school and all that shit. I'll and, let you do this. You know, and uh, you went through medical school, all that, and, and with a disability. Yeah. Yeah, and apparently, so there are different forms of dyslexia, and the um, if you're high, higher intelligence, someone told me this, I swear, multiple others told yeah. me this, and I'm not just making this up. But higher intelligence, you're able to compensate, and so you just can't compensate anymore. Yeah. And I, I reached that when I was doing my board exams. 
I reached that where I couldn't compensate anymore. I'm trying to figure out what yeah. this and that. So they never put it together. But uh, I was always this quirk. I invented our fucking mascot. Toro mascot's a bull. Yeah. Thank you. Benny the bull with curly hair. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Thank you, bud. Perfect. Um, oh, Amanda. I know. I was at her wedding. <laughs> you were. Um, but, uh, yeah, so they, they never considered and thought it was that because... Mm. I was always passing. Yeah, yeah. Despite being active, I started the Patch Adams Club. I said, well, this medicine club I was in the emergency club. I was in Pete's club. Um, I was just active. I would fucking kayak to class. I would goof around, be the mascot, whatever. Yeah. Like, but then I was, and I passed. So they never thought it was a disability. You, you just compensated the whole time. Yeah. And it was yeah. interesting. So I had to shell out literally about $6,800 of my own money to do this testing, that testing, yeah. IQ testing, and you know all this different stuff and the dyslexia stuff, and it's like, all right, you're dyslexic. I'm like, no shit. Yeah, well, thank you. Um, yeah, so so now, what out. do I do about it? Yeah. So yeah. Go to med school. Sorry. Yeah, right. he's already done. I'm not going back. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. Did you so want to mention it? something about this uh, this video you sent me? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we we uh, you know so. Show this a little bit of this right here. So it's a new sponsor for the Rescue Company One here. It's a product. We're always getting people that innovate products, and that you know, and and you know, this is the first product we're going to endorse here. So go ahead. Uh, what you going to love? You going to love this stuff. Thanks for having this, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> is it playing? It is playing. <laughs> Can you see it, Doc? Correlation until now. Introducing Fit Dazzle. The exclusive line of bling jeans that uses the glow for show. I love it. <laughs> There's a story behind it. I apologize. I've not seen it yet. Oh, man. <laughs> what? Crack the code on how to harness the seductive powers of the shiny to unlock the vagina. <laughs> the vagina. <laughs> Dick Dazzle is the survival of the fabulous. It's literally rewriting oh, the rules of the game. <laughs> you probably stop it there, Jason. Just, you, you, Hold on one second. I just yeah. want to see if we can get this to show up at all. Wow. Anything? No. Not on my screen. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so we'll put a link to the video there. But that's actually <laughs> one of the guys that I work with came up. Uh, the, him and his buddies did this uh, fake video for a product. And it's awesome, man. Like, it's uh, one of the most creative things. One of those guys is a news dude. And our, uh, what and, is the uh, product? I couldn't. You Dick, can't see it. Dick Dazzle. Dick Dazzle. Yeah. yeah so you better put some we oh Trish said they couldn't see it. So we'll put yeah. a link up yeah. so you guys can go to it. Right but uh, you know, it's a I new definitely product. suggest you watch it. Yeah, um, you can dazzle it to work. your knee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have all kinds of design. The the best one is a dude playing confident cowboy. Um, <laughs> that dude's a fireman somewhere, I think. You know, so uh, <laughs> you know. But um, it, it, dog, the Patch Adams stuff. Yeah. He um tell tell the millennials who the, tell the millennials who this guy is. Oh, man. So Patch Adams was this guy who, at an older age, decided to go to medical school to make a difference. But then he kind of was failing out. And the point wasn't treating disease. He want, he's, he's one of the big ones to, like, use humor. And to heal, yeah. he wanted to treat people, not treat disease. 
You know, the quote of like, you treat a disease, you win, you lose. You yeah. treat a person, you always fucking win. I almost get teary-eyed just even thinking about Robin Williams saying yeah. that piece. And I've met Pat Chattels before. Interesting dude. You know, one of the one things they always do, they started the Gesundheit Institute, um, which is like they'll dress up as clowns and would go to like Russian orphanages and go all over the place. So actually, I started the Patch Adams Club first year of med school with a couple of friends. We dressed up in clown outfits, no makeup because we didn't want to scare the kids in yeah. the hospital. And we would just go and play with them. Like that's what we did every other Friday during yeah. first year of med school, like just to kind of cheer up. It's the other side. Um, and if you haven't, it, it really brings back the humanity and the humor, which that's a whole thing. My TED talk was yeah, about humor yeah. and medicine and all. Um, it's very Patch Adams-esque. One of the greatest compliments I ever get is, you know, when someone calls me Patch or something. But, uh, you know, that's, you, if you haven't seen the movie or any documentaries, you have to see it. Yeah. Um, I'm overdue to watch that movie again. Yeah. Um, but and and I think we mentioned it already earlier, um, the the hospital scenes actually filmed at my med school. Yeah, um, you know, I was there. It, one of the cool things from that movie is where he's like actually learns the person's name, and it's always been a, a difficulty of mine being able to remember people's names and stuff. Yep. However, Braley possesses that ability. <laughs> oh man, he'll he'll like a vault. Oh man, and it just locks the name in <laughs> and stuff like that. And I just think you know it's definitely one of those things that I lack in, and I and, and I need to improve on. Um, it's just to remember, you know, who is this person I'm treating right now? That short term, you know, uh, turnaround type, you know, thing. You know, the patient, you know, is like I don't remember their name. They're a trauma number or something, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, that gunshot wound. Oh, that gallbladder. Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah. Bitch in room 26. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's one of yeah. those, man. Um, so uh, is he still alive, Doc? You know, is it, uh, yes. he's still alive, mm-hmm. huh? Wow. And they, That's awesome. Yeah. Pretty cool, man. Yeah, you got to watch that movie, Millennials. Go in the watch. And there, there was definitely a take. And I know that the, obviously the movie was a little different than real life. Yeah. How it happened. Um, there was definitely changes that he wanted. That he, how he portrayed, and they portrayed it even differently than that. Yeah. Whatever. It's still very motivating, and a lot of it's based on really important stuff. But again, that, that line of the, you treat a disease, you win, you lose. But you treat a person, you always fucking win. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Trish is texting a whole bunch yep. here. Uh-oh. There's still a Patch Adams Hospital, she says. Yeah, the Gizanite Institute. Yep. It's in That's West Virginia. Awesome. Yep. And then, uh, you know, anybody that knows me, if you text me more than three lines, damn, I'm not like, there's, <laughs> that, a, there's now, a paragraph here, uh, Jason. Th- does she uh, have access to Facebook or maybe even YouTube to comment? She is the love of my life. Because <laughs> we would love those comments yes. right here for love everybody life. to see. Um, <laughs> she made the mistake of saying, I don't get those texts like you send, Carlos. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Okay, now you will. So, you know, it's uh, the the humanity sometimes is gone. I, I always wonder what the fuck did somebody, people that are not good at the job, they come in that just don't have the personality, that they don't mix well with the guys, they it's don't like, mix well with the girls, whoever, you know? It's like, what the fuck did you think this job was about? Yeah. the Even, like, I had this conversation recently with um, some nurses, and we were talking about there's a surgeon that uh, he's a dick. 
He's a prick. Like, he is one of the nastiest people ever. Um, I can't think of one good phone conversation I've had with him in the past two years because I have to keep picking up the phone and saying, stop yelling at my staff. Oh, my goodness. And it's one of those. And someone's like, well, you know, he's an ass. Mm-hmm. But I'd sure want no. I don't want him Fuck ever that. touching me. Yeah, yeah. Like right. your yeah. bedside manner is just as important as your scalpel. Now, you know, and we talk about like there's two, the House of Dragons. There's this, is that, but there are two houses in medicine. You've got the House of the Dagger, the scalpel, the knife. Yeah. Right? And you have the House of Poison. Yeah. Well, emergency, we're a little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. And. Yeah. Uh, but like you gotta have that bedside medicine, yeah. be- bedside matter. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, the PBR is kicking in on you there. <laughs> and yeah. I, I have eaten so much pineapple with Man. that tagine or tahine or however you say it. You're gonna have a delicious I'm, spicy. Oh semen. my god! <laughs> a little bit. It's a delicious spicy semen in a little bit. I'm actually turning red. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, welcome to as the rotor turns. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, you don't know me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, Brady, you got a Kevin Bacon one for me. But Bailey's been thinking about a Kevin Bacon. Uh, well, thing. I thought I had one. Yeah, okay. yeah. Fuck but, that up, man. But go ahead. Yeah, Kevin I'll throw Bacon it out there because it was so. Yeah. I was okay. Big Bird. Big Ooh, Bird. Big so bird. Sesame Street one. You gonna throw me on, huh? Uh, still, oh, you know what? When I said Muppet, I was thinking like the whole broad. You, yeah, yeah. Just, well, Sesame Street is Muppets. Well, no, well, Muppets and uh, and Sesame Street are different, right? Uh, yeah, they're different. Uh, yeah, um, they are Muppets. It's Jim Henson. Oh yeah, so so Jim Henson, I'm gonna fuck you up with this one because <laughs> I think you can you can go look this one up. So you can go you can find Big Bird on a Mickey Mouse Club episode. I believe Big Bird was most everywhere. Yeah, so make uh, Big Bird, Bird Mickey Mouse House episode, Britney Spears. Oh, Britney Spears to uh, Dan Aykroyd in Crossroads. Dan Aykroyd to uh, John Belushi and uh, Blues Brothers. Yeah. John Belushi, Kevin Bacon, and uh, Animal House. The only thing I'm amazed about. The only thing I'm amazed about is he knows that Big Bird and Britney were in a movie together. (laughs) Watch YouTube. Watch YouTube. (laughs) Man, you know, uh, it's uh, it's what I do. What what was the first one? Big Bird was in the wedding scene at the end of Muppets Take Manhattan. Yes, that is true. Um, Yes. But again, you know, you have a lot of cameos there. Don't ever question... My brother and I still bond when we're not fighting. We're yeah. bonding over <laughs> bad jokes, dachshunds, and Muppets. Muppets. Right. <laughs> uh, I heard there's a new Muppet show coming out. Oh, yeah? This is oh, not like no. a joke. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I always fall for it, yeah. man. It's supposed to be like about Dr. Teeth and Electric Mayhem, like oh, the band. Shit. Yeah. It should be epic. Oh, the last series is just like The Office. Totally man. for adults. Love yes. <laughs> Braley. You're, you're awesome, man. You do a good job, buddy. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. We're happy to have you here. Hippo, what you got before we leave, sir? Uh, just a couple things. We we still got the fight going on with Blake. So uh, check out his page. Check out uh, some of the things that are going on with him. Unfortunately, he just had um, an issue with his gallbladder. Oh, man. So he had to have that surgery done. And that, of course, prolonged the chemo and radiation. So... Uh, that's one of his things that he's going to be fighting on. Yeah, we're currently working on this calendar here. Hopefully, we're going to have a uh, 
a uh, those are rescue company one coasters. Yeah, we're gonna do a yeah. giveaway. Yeah, so uh, yeah. Yeah. leave some comments and we can uh, send some your way. And uh, you know, we are gonna work on this calendar. And we're gonna get this epic dodgeball championship, international dodgeball yes. championship. Absolutely. There's teams contacting from the from Canada right now. Really. Yeah. Yeah, Canadian yep. teams. You yeah. know, there's a couple like Swiss teams, which we're uh, currently debating if we're going to let them in or not. Is it the same five Ds of dodgeball in Canada as here? Uh, don't know, sir. They don't. Uh, they they call ham and bacon something different. I I can't talk yeah. to about these people. They just they end it with an A. But, and you yeah. say Switzerland. <laughs> Yeah, man, we got teams from everywhere. Man, it's yeah. expensive there. It's yeah. cold. <laughs> but hey, the flag is a plus. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to get one more in there, man. Yeah. Doc, what you got to tell the people before we leave? I should be in Switzerland in January or February. Yeah. Um, no, it's great being here, but just remember you treat a disease, you win, you lose. <laughs> you treat a patient, I tell you, you always win. One of the greatest movie scenes ever, man. It's true. Great, it's true. Greatest movie scene. Man, Doc, it's always a pleasure to have you. Thank you. It's a pleasure being and, had. And you, and you know, yeah, <laughs> especially with all that pineapple here. We'll see what that does I'm telling you, if you don't know pineapple or mango with tahine, tajine, however tajine, you say yeah, it. Tajine, yeah, Amazing. Yeah, and now I just... Exp- uh, yeah, yeah, watermelon. Watermelon. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, sorry. Yeah, the, the you know, uh, we are uh, privileged, and it, it has always been awesome, and I'm, I'm so happy you're still here, you know, uh, with the with the rescue company, and then as the road returns as well, and, and you know, it, it, this, uh, this little thing, kind of like the Center for Emergency Medicine started with a couple fake doors and fake signs, and now, you know, yeah. we got peoples. Yeah, we no, it's, it's been yeah. incredible as, as things go. And I just hope that everybody that listens, anybody that listens to people that are listening, whatever, as it goes, just remember why you're doing it and keep it going. Absolutely, man. I couldn't say it better myself. You know, it's uh, you got to love the job. And if you love what you do, man, you never work a day in your life. And um, the job leaves scars, man, but, you know, you can choose who the person you are. And yeah. how those things affect you. So hey, the next time, go fuck yourself. Bye. Mm-hmm.